Hello, my name is Erin Ryberg, and I'm the Legislative Director for Assemblymember Christina Garcia. She represents the 58th District in Southern California. I'm an alumna of the McGeorge School of Law in Sacramento, and this in brief will cover legislative committees and the committee process. There are generally two types of committees, standing and select. Within standing committees, there are policy committees and fiscal committees. So for standing committees, any bills that are introduced at the start of the legislative year, they are assigned to the Rules Committee, and then Rules Committee assigns them out to a standing policy committee. Committees must wait 30 days after a bill has been introduced and in print before they can take action on it. Again, this just gives the public 30 days to look and, re and read a bill before any changes are made to it. Of the policy committees, there are 32 policy committees. Members are assigned to sit on them for an entire two-year legislative cycle, and they're on a broad range of topics from education to health to public safety to judiciary. Obviously, there are committees in the Assembly and in the Senate, but they don't necessarily match up. For example, the Assembly has a separate committee for banking and one for insurance, but the Senate has decided to combine these committees into one. So there's no rules. It's up to the each prospective House what they want to do. And then the fiscal committees in both the Assembly and the Senate is appropriations. The goal of the Appropriations Committee is to look at the fiscal impact of a bill, how much it's going to cost, and whether something that the state of California can take on given those costs. And even though the lens of Appropriations Committee is supposed to be very narrow and look only at fiscal, of course, policy and politics often come up as well, and bills will be held in appropriations because of their cost. So a good way for a group to kill a bill is by getting a high price tag placed on it, saying that the implementation of it is going to be so high that it's just not feasible. And consequently, if the committee agrees, then they can hold that bill and the bill is effectively dead for that legislative year. Bills can be referred to a policy committee and then fiscal. They can also be double or triple referred to two or three policy committees. So an example is the controversial vaccine bill that we passed last year went through judiciary, health, and education. So each of those committees looks at the bill through their particular lens, whether it's education or health, and they're supposed to consider and analyze the bill based only on those issues. And then if it passes, it'll go to the next committee, and then that committee will analyze it and consider the bill and given the jurisdiction of their committee. Having a bill double or triple referred is a good way to kill a bill. It's a lot more hurdles. Not only is the timeline hard because you have to move through committees fast, you also have more chances for the bill to die. So if leadership of the Senate or the Assembly don't like a bill, a good way to get it killed is to have it double or triple referred, and then it's harder to get it through. So that was all standing committees. The other type are select committees, and standing committees, like I said, there's 32 of them. We have them every year, no changes. The makeup could change every two years, but select committees, on the other hand, are only active for a two-year legislative cycle, unless it's renewed. And select committees are different from standing committees in that they have no set jurisdiction. 
and they can't actually act on any bills. They can hear them, they can consider, they can research them, but they can't actually vote to pass or kill a bill like a normal standing committee. And the select committees are actually created through a request of the assembly member or members or senators, but the membership of the actual committee is chosen by the speaker. Their subject matters are much more narrow compared to standing committees. For example, this year we have select committees on the 2024 Olympics, college affordability, domestic violence, and craft beer. The purpose of a select committee is simply to research a topic or an idea or a problem that we're experiencing. And a good example of this is the Speaker of the Assembly recently created a select committee on healthcare delivery systems and universal coverage in response to SB 562, which would have created a single-payer healthcare system in California. This select committee is responsible for determining the best and quickest path forward towards universal health care. And they will do this through a series of hearings in which experts will discuss the different options that are out there. Government agencies and officials can comment on the positive and negative consequences of each of these approaches. And then ultimately, recommendations for legislation will be drafted by the end of it. This as an example of a, a very organized select committee and one that's very focused given the speaker's interest. Other select committees may only meet once every two years and their priorities may not be as set in stone for them and it's just more of an information gathering quest. That's all for this in brief on legislative committees and this has been Aaron Ryberg from the Office of Assemblywoman Christina Garcia. Thanks for listening.